This is the GPS Show with Gabe and Scott, guiding you throughout the NFL season. From the two of From Seattle to London, we have you covered on all the hot topics in football. Is the GPS show only on 88.9 The Bridge. Hello and welcome into the GPS show here on a Monday afternoon. Alongside Scott Pirak, I am Gabe Gottesman as always. And this is our last show, uh, our last live show at least for a couple of weeks. We have what? What is it, Scott? Two weeks off because of... Two weeks off, so we will not be back till the new year. Yeah, it's bittersweet. This is our last show of the decade. I guess we've only been doing this for two years, but still... I really don't like when people do that. Like I know. When, this is when the last t- time I eat a burrito on a Tuesday yeah. of the decade. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> okay. Anyway, yeah. Isn't that kind of crazy, though? 2020. It's going to be weird. It is. I've never- Hopefully, we did not see the Seahawks' last win of the decade. Hopefully, we can yeah. get... Hopefully I think so. Another. I mean... And one thing I'll say is it's going to be weird writing a two zero on all the dates. Think about that. I've never, like, I've never, because I was like, what, six when I turned 2010? I've never had a, <laughs> I've never had to write a two zero. That's going to be weird. It's going to be weird. All right. Uh, we're just going to hop right into the show, of course. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about with the Seahawks picking up a huge win. And then maybe even more importantly, the 49ers losing, which, uh, propels the Seahawks into the number one seed at the moment in the NFC. So very exciting stuff there. Of course, the Saints, if they win tonight at home against the Colts, they will uh, go above us and we'll be the two seeds still, of course, right where we want to be, getting that first round bye. So that means the Seahawks pretty much control their own destiny to have a bye week and at least to have a home playoff game. So, Scott, you told me you got a game for me. Well, I'm doing a little improv here. I did have a game. But I don't like that game anymore. It's one I made late not late last night after the Steelers Pittsburgh Steelers Bills game. Okay. But I'm going to change it up and I had some rapid fire from a few weeks ago that I never used. Oh. So there you go. You know? We're gonna do some rapid fire. Some outdated rapid fire. Let's see how this yeah, works. So we'll, we'll see if any of these questions still work. Okay, first here we go. Who is gonna win? The Ravens or Jets? I'm just messing <laughs> Who's going to be the number one seed in the AFC? I think Ravens. I think, yeah, I think they're going to close out in the rest of the games. Okay, what is the underdog team to beat? Honestly, I think it's the Cowboys. They look so good against the Rams. I mean, the Seahawks are terrible against them, and then the Cowboys just go and blow them out. I think the Cowboys and Eagles, whoever comes out of that division, is going to be overlooked. It reminds me of the Seahawks way back when with Marshawn Lynch and the Beast Mode run. I think that the, that division winner actually 
I mean, at home, do you really want to go to Dallas if you're a team like San Francisco? No, you don't. So I think the Cowboys are tough to beat. Okay, disregarding the 49ers and the Patriots defense, what is the next best defense in the NFL? Probably the Bills. They looked really good last night. I would say the Bills and Steelers are right up there. Maybe the Vikings you could put in that mix as well. But I think probably the Bills. They look, I mean, because their offense, let's be real, they do not have that good of an offense. Josh Allen, I think, is going to be very good. But he's still young, and I think that their defense is just keeping them in games. And they're 9 or what are they, 10 and 4, so gotta give them respect. They are 10 and 4 indeed. And Gabe, my next question for you is what has been the biggest injury of the year so far? Let me think. Biggest injury of I the mean, year. I mean, we've had so Big far. Ben go down, we've had Cam Newton go down. Mm, Which of them has changed a, a team's course the most? Um, uh, let me think. Does Andrew like retiring count? Sure. Because that, that's based off injuries. It's that's, Andrew Luck's injury in the preseason because he had to get surgery on it. That's true. That fair. is, Andrew Luck's injury has been the biggest injury of the year. The Colts are, no way they should be out of the playoffs with their talent along with if they had Andrew Luck. I mean, yeah, I think that's pretty big. Okay, this is a kind of a reoccurring one. Has Lamar Jackson knocked up the MVP? Yeah, two weeks left unless he throws zero touchdowns and what? Deshaun Watson goes for like 20 touchdowns in each game. He's pretty much locked it up. Okay, is Jameis Winston a franchise quarterback? He actually looks really good. He had 32 fantasy points. I, uh, I remember that vividly because it sent me to the finals. If, if Alvin Kamara and Jared Cook combine for at least 19, I'll make the finals in both of my leagues. That, so, is, that is impressive, I will tell you that. Yeah, because I, I knocked off Scott in both leagues. No, I, I knocked one. off Scott in one league. Just uh, for all the listeners out there, just, just keep that in mind as we progress throughout this year. You know, so I've had a good fan. Even if I lose, I don't really care. Did well. Anyway, what was the question? <laughs> uh, it's James a franchise um, I think, I don't think so. I don't think you can win playoff games. He definitely puts up the numbers, but you can't win playoff games when he has that many turnovers. What is he? He's leading the league in interceptions by a large margin. I think that over time, I mean, we, he, he, we haven't seen anything from him yet that can say he's going to win games consistently. He just has too many turnovers. Even in the game against the Colts, where they put up, what, 38 points, he still threw a pick six and almost cost him the game. So even when he has great outputs, it's just still not enough uh, for for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They could move on from him and get someone like Tua. I think they'd be very good with the receivers they have. Okay. Did you watch the Sunday night game? I did. Which Edmonds brother is the best? I mean, the one on the, the defender on the Bills. What's his name? Terrell? There's three of them. I, I know, I know. There's three. There's two on the Steelers, one on the Bills, and one on the Bills is the best. Okay. There we go. Next question. I actually had this based on a few weeks ago, but now it might be for real. The league interest in AB is still high. There are 20 teams considering signing Antonio Brown. The Patriots are the only postseason contender who would not sign AB. What team do you think he'll get signed by? I don't think he's going to get signed by any team, but if he was going to get signed by a team... Let's say the Saints. They could use a second receiver because they have who's the second receiver? Ted Ginn Jr. There's some, I would argue Jared Cook. Well, that's not a receiver, is it? He's a tight end. But. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, yeah, I'll go sass there. I mean, yeah, they need a second receiver. The Seahawks. I think they filled that void with Josh Gordon. We saw that catch he had that was well, in the second quarter. I mean, yeah, this Josh is Gordon's rapid fire, not long fire, by the way. I'm sorry, I'm just, you know. Okay, I got two more questions for you. Where will we see Odell and Jarvis Landry next year? I think, ooh, does Odell get a new contract? I just want to know. 
2021 Cleveland season Cleveland and Green Bay. Which one's in Green Bay? Odell. I just threw one out. Okay, I like that. And final question before we wrap this up. Gabe, I, I thought about this one for a long time. Is it possible that we could see the Niners be the six, be that six seed? No. No? No. Why? Well, I was getting excited because I, I got some news to tell you. I think it's going to happen. And that's how we're going to end it. Okay. <laughs> and I'll explain why. Because I think that they're going to lose to the Rams and the Seahawks. I could see that. Well, the Rams got humiliated. Let's see. Ready? Humiliated. I think that the Niners are going to get humiliated as much as you could not pronounce that. Yep. (laughs) They're going to look so bad like I just did then. All right. Well, well, I guess we'll take a quick break here on it on, on 88.9 The Bridge. When we come back, we're going to review all the games from Sunday. So there's plenty of games to talk about, plenty of playoff implications. Of course, the Seahawks, the number one seed currently. So a lot of excitement here in the city of Seattle. We'll get, all, uh, we'll get to all that next. Hello and welcome back into 88.9 The Bridge. It's kind of exciting, Scott. We've got, we've got the Christmas music on. I mean, it's already that... I say it's already that time of year. It's almost done with that time of year. It doesn't feel like Christmas time for me right now. I don't know why. You- I I agree. I mean, I, I don't really feel in the Christmas spirit until we're on break. But, you know. I, I agree. Until the playoffs start. That's like that's, January 6th. That's my Christmas. <laughs> the Seahawks getting a bye is my Christmas. Oh, I hope they do. I hope they do. Right now, they would have one. Right now, that would be the number one seed. We're kind of rooting for the Saints to lose tonight because if they do, the Seahawks would have the number one seed. It's a little bit unfair when you think about it. The uh, Cowboys are 7-7. Seven and seven. That would make it interesting, though. Because, I mean, they would have the same record as the Vikings then, believe it or not. But they're not in the same division. I know, but I'm saying, like... They're obviously going to be a two. There'd be a one, two, three, or four. And, and it's funny. But the one, two, and three are all one game apart. The Packers, Saints, Seahawks, the 49ers, Vikings could overtake the Packers. This playoff picture is kind of insane right really, now. Really, every team is in the race for the first seed? Yeah. Besides the Cowboys. Besides the Cowboys, of course, and the Eagles. I, it's annoying. You always have to include the Eagles in there because they're not out of it, even with their struggles so far this year. But let's hop right into the games. First game I want to talk about is, of course, the Seahawks game. Um, the 49ers' loss was obviously a momentous uh, statement for the Seahawks. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. <laughs> uh, what am I trying? A momentous outcome for the Seahawks. There we go. Because it puts them in the number one seed. Chris Carson was the star of the day. 24 carries, 133 yards, and two touchdowns. He's fifth in the league in rushing yards per game. He's second in the league in attempts per game. And he's looked very good so far this year, of course. Lived up to the expectations he had from last year, being so successful with um, with the running uh, mantra that Pete Carroll put forward at the end of the year. But Rashad Penny's injury, how important is that for the Seahawks? I mean, I think it's pretty important. With the, they like to change the pace, give Rashad Penny some carries, and especially later in the year, we saw him go 100-plus in a game against the Eagles, and now he's just out for the rest of the year. Though C.J. Procise and Travis Homer did not look terrible. I mean, come on, Travis Homer? He had two carries for like seven yards? I, the I, fact I, that yes, he even I, got I, carries scares me. I understand, and I would like to say he did have two carries for seven yards with the long of five. There you go. 
and CJ Preston's had I five carries for 15 yards. That's not very good. And Russell Wilson had three carries for negative one yard. So. Nice, Russell. I mean, that's probably a kneel down or something. but Yeah. Um, I do think it's interesting and would not surprise me if we signed any running back off free agency. I don't know, even know who's left. I think the really last good one was Boston Scott, who's now on the Eagles, and he's ha- done well this year. But I would like to see the Seahawks sign someone. So in the event that Carson went down, because he is a power runner, and those are the type of guys that get hurt the most, we had, we do have some sort of security blanket. Yeah, I agree. I think CJ, I mean, we wouldn't be able to, yeah, you're right. If Chris Carson got injured, and he's pretty injury prone, as much as I hate to say it, he, if he went down, I think our playoff hopes for a Super Bowl would be shattered. Um, but let's just dive into the playoff picture for the Seahawks, because right now the number one seed, like I've said, but if they win the next two games, they get a bye. Uh, and if they lose to the 49ers in Week 17, assuming that the 49ers beat the Rams, they would most likely be a five seed and have to go on the road into Dallas or Philadelphia to play a road playoff game. This doesn't feel fair if you're a Seahawks fan, but that's just how the playoffs work. And I also wouldn't buy into the whole Seahawks are better road team than home team hype because it has been going around a lot. Russell Wilson's a good road QB. He you know, silences the crowd. But if we were in a close game in the fourth quarter at CenturyLink with Chris Carson in the backfield, I mean, I'd much rather have that. To than be any. fair, they are 7-1 and one away. I understand, but it is just it still is not the same when you get into the playoffs. And they're four and two at home. That's still pretty good. I think. I mean, the thing is, they've played the two best teams on their on their um, on their schedule at home. They played the Saints and the Ravens, who pretty much look unbeatable right now. That, that's fair. So I mean, you can't you t- can't hold that against the Seahawks. If we were at home against like a let's think, if we get the, the number two seed, we in the beat second the Ravens round, at home and we lost to them away there. What? We beat the sorry, we beat the Rams at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And lost them away. The those games had very different outcomes. Home Definitely. was on the game winning field goal. We really are kinda of lucky that we're even in this position in the first place because the Seahawks have gotten some lucky breaks against the Fortnite. They could have lost to the Bengals to the Steelers. The Bengals, yeah. Could have lost to the Rams. The Browns we were down by twenty one. And then Baker Mayfield this was so Baker good. Mayfield it. Yeah. We, we're going to talk about him later in the show because he's just looked terrible. Anyway, um, I think that if, if you're going to face the Seahawks with Chris Carson in the backfield in the fourth quarter at CenturyLink, good luck trying to beat them. That's just my outtake on it. Anyway, the Seahawks, just looking forward, still have to play. Um, of course, they play uh, the Cardinals next week, who are 4-9-1 and one at home. Like that They're game. a scary team. Last man. year, the Seahawks lost in Week 16 to the Cardinals at home in a game that didn't really matter. Um, I believe it was... Week seventeen. No, it was week sixteen because week seventeen they they won and they went and they ended up getting ten wins. It was week sixteen that they lost in the last second field goal. Um, oh, you may be correct. Yeah, and then this year they, I mean, man, it's just for the Seahawks. This game is a game that they could overlook. Move down to the five seed. We've clinched a playoff berth, so that's exciting. But if we win this game and then beat the Raven, uh, beat the Forty Nine ers at home, that's a first round bye. It just feels so right for the Seahawks this year, in my opinion. All right, moving along. If the Niners lose to the Rams and we beat the Cardinals, we would automatically clinch. I think we would clinch the NFC West then. I don't know, because what if the 49ers beat us? Would they have the tiebreaker? We'll have to, we'll have to discuss that at another time. Anyway, next game I want to go through is the is the Texans versus the Titans. 
that was a uh, big game with playoff implications as well because whoever won that game was going to be the NFC South leader. And it ended up going to the Texans. Scott and I both predicted that because we thought the better quarterback would end up prevailing. And he did. 24-21, Deshaun Watson leads the Texans, even though Ryan Tannehill had two touchdown passes and a touchdown run. So, Scott, what were your thoughts on this one? For me, this really came down to time of possession in this game. I thought that the Texans did a beautiful job running down the clock, even though they did have one where they threw a pick at like the five-yard line. I'm sure you remember that as a fancy owner of Deshaun Watson. Mm. Um, He had like two picks this game. He did. But I, I think that this Texans team, we could end up seeing them being the real deal. They're a team I really yeah. like. Yeah, I agree. I think if you're the Patriots right now, um, I know the Ravens will probably take care of business in the divisional round, but if the Patriots get the two seed, which I think right now they're or the favorites the Patriots for. the Patriots get the fifth seed. Yeah, if the Bills... If the Bills have, I'm just saying, let's just assume that um, Bill Belichick gets the Patriots act together. They get the two seed. Watch out for the Chiefs slash Texans. Those two teams are definitely for real in the AFC, led by two great quarterbacks. I mean, this is going to be an exciting playoff this year. The ratings are up for the NFL. I can see why. All right, next matchup, Browns-Cardinals. These were two Heisman Trophy winners, first overall picks from the Oklahoma Sooners. And, I mean, the Cardinals just looked like a better team throughout the entire Kenyon game. Kenyon Drake looked like the I better know, he team. Had four, Kenyon Drake had four touchdowns on the ground for this team, uh, 38 to 24, the Cardinals win in what was really not even a close game, 21-10 at halftime. Uh, and I just want to talk about Baker Mayfield because Baker Mayfield is third in the league in interceptions. He's barely completing over 60% of his passes. And he has the same passing percentage as Tom Brady, who has had a terrible season. Terrible, maybe worst season of his career. It's just that he has the best defense of his career. Yeah, and he's 42 years old, Tom Brady. And I don't think, I mean, it's not fair. A young franchise quarterback like Baker Mayfield should not be performing this worse man. than a 42-year-old Tom Brady, whose second-best receiver is Jacoby Myers. That just should not be how it's how When it your second-best receiver is Jarvis Landry. Yeah, when your second-best receiver is Jarvis Landry, you've got Kareem Hunt and, um, Nick Chubb. and Nick Chubb in the backfield. Odell Beckham, of course. David Njuku, too. Um, but it's just so weird to me that he's not getting enough criticism for how he's been playing this year. Deshaun Watson had a weak O-line. I know that's the biggest thing for Baker Mayfield is his weak O-line, but Andrew Luck had a terrible O-line. Deshaun Watson had a terrible O-line at points in their careers, and they still prevailed. I mean, Kyler Murray just looked like the better quarterback in that game. Agreed. And they both have first-year coaches, so you can't say that about Baker Mayfield. All these excuses that people are making, he's okay, he's okay. I don't know if he is. I don't know if Baker Mayfield is the right quarterback. I think they'll give him one more year. I think they will... The amount of hype that he's gotten just because they went 7-8-1 last year, just they, there's no way they're moving off of him, but I just don't know what their ceiling is because they've spent all their Agreed, money. Agreed, but I think if we see another bad year, we could see him being in the Josh Rosen situation where he gets traded to, not the Dolphins, because I think they'll draft a quarterback this year, but... Like the Redskins. Yeah, or something some like that. team that needs a quarterback for one year take on that contract, they trade for some draft picks and draft their next quarterback. Alright, next game, Cowboys-Rams. This was a very exciting game. I mean, not exciting game, I mean exciting game for the Seahawks because it, the score was 44-21. The Cowboys win against the Rams. 
And that means that the Seahawks clinch a playoff berth with the Rams' loss. This was just a Zeke game. I think that's what the difference was. This is the first game. Zeke had 24 carries. And this is the first game in a long time where they have stuck with the game plan of giving Zeke the ball. Last week when they lost to the Cowboys, Zeke had 19 carries, but he did not reach his 100-yard mark. The ability to have a running back who can constantly pound it and then finally break out 20, 25-yard run, it's tremendous, especially when you have Ezekiel Elliott in the backfield, a guy who may have the most endurance in the league. Yeah, and then also Tony Pollard had 12 carries for 131 yards, two 100-plus yard rushers for the Cowboys. That yes. was just a dominating performance. That's and then you look, the other side, you look at the other side of the spectrum with the Rams, 11 carries for Todd Gurley, 20 yards. They had 22 yards running the ball, and Jared Goff had only 267 yards passing on 51 attempts. That was just a terrible game for the Rams. They looked like not a playoff team at all, and that's probably what they're going to be. They're probably going to be sitting there. The only way they can make it now is if the Vikings lose out and they win out. Yeah, and that's not going to happen at all. So there goes the Rams' season. We're happy as Seahawks fans because that means that the Seahawks are automatically in the playoffs. I I wouldn't like to see... I imagine having three NFC West teams in the playoffs. Yeah, I I hate that we're in the NFC West. I hate it, I hate it. Because this NFC West is so much better. And it used to be the NFC Worst. There was was the the actual nickname for that. NFC Best. NFC, now now they're the NFC Best. There you go. We have a new nickname. Anyway, uh, the Cowboys looked very good in this game, obviously. I think that there's going to be an extremely good five seed. Right now we're looking at the Seahawks, 49ers, or Vikings, most likely as that five seed, maybe the Packers. um, That They're going to have to go into Dallas and play this team and sometimes they look mediocre but Dallas scares me but man I'm like at certain times of the year the Cowboys look unbeatable we've seen it um, it all depends on Zeke that's the thing if Ezekiel Elliott has a good game they win we saw that today or not today but Sunday if Ezekiel Elliott has one of those games where they change the game plan up give Dak the ball to throw it I don't know how many times they've had some games where Dak has just launched it and Zeke gets less than 20 carries, they lose. I mean, I think that's what it yeah. comes down to. Last year, you remember, I did the Ezekiel Elliott stat tracker on how many carries he got. It's a simple stat. If he gets 20 more carries, they win. I mean, let's look at this game against the Vikings a couple uh, weeks back when the uh, Cowboys started their losing streak. They went at 5-4 and four after this game. Dak Prescott, 28-46 of 46 for almost 400 yards. But then Zeke had 20 carries for 47 yards, and they lost by four points. So and you're right. Just looking at the Cowboys as a simple formula, if Jason Gary can figure that out, they can definitely win a playoff game, maybe turn his uh, job around, get back as the head coach. Because right now he'd be fired if the season ended today. Agreed. No doubt. All right. Final game uh, of Sunday that we want to really dive into is the Bills-Steelers Sunday night game. Obviously, this one was looked at by the entirety of America, Sunday night football, the first one for the Bills in a long time. And the Bills' defense showed up in this game. I mean, it was just a very defensive battle. It was a very blatant game. it, It felt like... This was a playoff game. I felt like this was a wild card playoff game with how good both defenses were. It was 17-10. The Bills won in the end. Devlin Hodges was the quarterback for the you Steelers. You know what this felt like to me? When the Bills played the Jaguars in the playoffs and both teams just had horrendous that. quarterbacks. They just couldn't do anything on offense. But I, I believe Nathan Peterman terrible. got in. Yeah, in that Nathan game. Peterman ended up uh, getting in because 
uh, it was Tyrod Taylor that got an injury. So it was just Nathan Peterman versus Blake Bortles. <laughs> I remember that game. You're right. But I mean, <laughs> and now we got Devlin Josh Hodges. Allen against Devin Hodges. Devlin Hodges. Oh, Duck Hodges. I mean, yeah. I honestly thought his name was Devin until last night when I looked at it, and his name was Devlin. So I mean, I think this is a great story. Even though the Bills lost, or excuse me, even though the Steelers lost this game, I mean, I before let's see before four weeks ago, I couldn't tell you who their quarterback's name was, who their starting running back was. Jalen Samuels. And, and uh, what's it, what, Benny Snell for a couple Benny weeks. Benny Snell Jr. I mean, and then James Washington, Deontay... Um, Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson. I don't even know who these guys are, and somehow they're 8-6, and six and they're still in the mix for the playoffs. So, I mean, man, that's... I mean, Tom... Uh, they, they, it's a Mike must Tomlin. win against the Jets, because... How I'm looking at this is that really their only competition now is the Titans. Yep, definitely. And I they have to play the Saints and the uh, Texans. The Saints and Texans. Wow. So the if the not if the Niners if the Steelers the Steelers can win that game against the Jets because we both can rule out that they beat the Ravens. That's not going to happen. Yep. If it does, that would be the upset of the year. But possibly. Yeah, you're right. They would go nine and nine and nine seven, seven nine and. Seven, that would be enough to get him into the playoff. Because the Titans, we're assuming, are, are going to lose to at least one of the two. One of the two teams, either the Saints at home, who are ten and three, or they have to go to the road to play the Texans, who are nine and five, who they just lost. And also, I mean, don't forget the Texans are also nine and five. So even if the Texans, if the Titans um, win out, the but Texans you agree still we lose. can rule out the Colts. Yeah, the Colts likely. are six and seven. Yeah, and the, assuming they lose tonight. Yeah, and the Browns are six and eight. I don't really care about either of those teams. Yeah. So, um, yeah, these are some good games now. We're just going to quickly go through every score that we missed um, in case you missed the games on Sunday. Starting on Thursday, 42-21 Ravens. Uh, Seahawks win 30-24. Patriots beat the Bengals 34-13. Tom Brady looked good. Um, what, what's going on, Scott? 38-17 Buccaneers. Oh, yeah, the Buccaneers. I picked the Buccaneers as well. We, we both had good weeks, by the way. I went 12-3. Scott went 11-4. So, I mean, we're rolling, Scott. We what can I rolling. tell you? We might need to make it harder on ourselves. We might need to do with the spread. I think we should start doing that. Anyway, yeah. um, Packers-Bears, 21-13. The Packers win in a must-needed home game for them. Texans, of course, like we said, beat the Titans 24-21. Chiefs dominate the Broncos 23-3. Giants in Eli Manning's homecoming, beat the Dolphins 36-20. to Eagles beat the Redskins 37-27, and it was kind of an ugly game, but Eagles survive. Now they move to 7-7, and and they're tied for the NFC East lead along with the Cowboys. Jags beat the Raiders. Scott did not pick the Jaguars for the first time in like a century, and they ended it's up so winning. so frustrating. I pick them every week, but this one because I'm saying the Raiders are going to make the playoffs. Yep. And now they just eliminated the Raiders. All right, so 2016, the Jags won. Like we said, Cardinals beat the Browns 38-24. Vikings take care of business against the Chargers on the road 39-10. to forced and, seven turnovers. Yeah, that was my upset pick, and boy, it did not go well. The Vikings dominated that one. Cowboys beat the Rams 44-21. Falcons beat the 49ers in a game that we, we'll talk about for a little bit. I mean, this was a great win for the Falcons. Last second touchdown by Julio Jones gave them the win, and it really doesn't mean much for them, but it shows you in the NFL... Uh, a win just changes your organization uh, for at least like a, a one week because now you look at the Falcons, maybe they're going to get more fans for the next game they play 
versus the Jaguars. I mean, it's just, it's like, I don't know. I mean, How did that work out? For now you? that I'm thinking, like, I don't know why they won that game, but we're we're thankful for the Falcons. Maybe the Falcons are just like the Seahawks. Anyway, though, I, I mean, if you're a player, Eli Manning gave a speech about this. At the end of the day, do you just want to win? Exactly. No one wants to go home a loser. Any, I mean, no, none of the players are like, "Yeah, we're gonna get, we're gonna get better. Uh, we're gonna get Nick Boza. We're gonna get a better pick in the draft." No, they don't even they don't even know if they're gonna be there the next year if they don't play well. Uh, Bills win seventeen ten. Scott, really quickly before we wrap up the show here, Monday Night Football, Colts Saints. Who you got? I have the Saints in this one. I wish I could say Colts, but. To Kobe Brissett against Drew Brees, I'm going to go with the Hall of Famer on that one. Yeah, I need Kamara and Jared Cook to average or to combine for at least 18 points. Hoping for that. Uh, also, I've got the Saints here in this one. I think, like you said, you nailed that one. Hall of Fame quarterback Drew Brees against Kobe Brissett, especially at home in the Superdome. I get the Saints every time. All right, thank you everyone so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.